Happy ho 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 times, everyone. Hello, everybody. Hello, Welcome back. ho ho ho. But no, you can't. You can't just shoehorn ho ho hoes into places. I can. And you will. And I will. This is Cover B. <laughs> My name is T. As always, I'm here with Chris. Hey, what's up? And this is part two, per duh, of our <clears throat> holiday gift giving guide for 2019. Correct. And this week, it's all about the teens. The teenagers. Hard the, to handle, easy to love. They are sleepy and grumpy and smell bad. They might look gangly and have hair in weird places, but we still gotta get them gifts. <laughs> Being a teenager's hard, Chris. What can we provide to make it less crappy? Well, starting off with the comic book side of life, uh, I wanted to... There's a lot. The thing. <laughs> yeah, like, there's a lot of comics. With comic teens. books as opposed to, like, you know, kids' books, which, I mean, we talked about in the last episode how, like, the plethora of, like, high-quality kids' books have just really, like, shot into the stratosphere. Oh, yeah. But, like, teens, it's even more, because for the most part, like, especially... You know, DC and Marvel, with exceptions of, like, DC Black Label and, like, Marvel's parental advisory stuff. Most of it's going to be pretty approachable for most teens. Yeah. You know? Um, most of the, you know, main two companies, it's, like, PG-13, you know? Yeah. Um, That's a good point. That's there good. might be some dark themes and stuff. Like, Batman books can pre get pretty dark, but, like... Violence. You know, there's not going to be, like... <laughs> Yeah, there's not going to be, like, spread-level gore and stuff like that. No. You know, it's it's going to be pretty manageable for most teens. So I wanted to just pinpoint some stuff that's relatively new. Um, the first one, I say that, and then the first one's incredibly general, so it's not really that new. But um, over on the Marvel side, I think any of the Spider-People books would be good. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, yep. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Ghost Spider... Um, Spider-Verse. And there's a handful of new ones from this year. I'm pretty sure the current Miles run either started, like, late last year or early this year. Yeah, I think it started this um, year. Spider-Gwen has a new run that started this year called Ghost Spider. Um, there's a new Miles Morales-centered, but also Spider-Verse-centered book called Spider-Verse. Nice. Um, and, you know, Spider-Man always has, like, three or four titles going on, so... Um, lots to choose from, Spider-Person-wise. Honestly, um, Spider-Man Life Story just wrapped up recently and has a trade paperback. That would be a cool one. That was a great um, read, too. I talked yeah. about that one a couple times in the and podcast. And it's a very good read. There's, you know, you should be able to find first trade for Miles. Um, I don't think Gwen, I don't think Spider-Gwen, Ghost Spider has gotten into a trade yet. But, um, there's lots to choose from for the Spider-Books. And, you know, with the popularity of Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man stuff is just really hot with yeah. young adults and teens and kids. Um, it's very so, relatable. Yeah, so if you want to get a comic for, for a kiddo, there's even a there's even a series that just wrapped up that's based off of the PlayStation Spider-Man game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so that would be a good one, too. So if you want to get something for a Spider-Kid uh, or for just, you know, a comic teen... Uh, I think spider stuff is a reliable choice, kind of when in doubt. So That's a good point. Um, I kind of went a little broad, too, on one of mine, in that I realistically anything from the Archie runs right now 
yeah. would be appropriate for teens. Word I is. mean, the primary Archie run, the uh, kind of some of the more tongue in cheek stuff, like the Jughead Time Police, the Sabrina stuff that's been coming out. It's all been very oriented toward like high school age. It's about high school experience, but it's, you know, interesting enough and got enough like romance and, and drama and weird stuff going on that it's definitely approachable and interesting for a teenager. So any of the Archie stuff would be great. The Some of the darker Archie stuff might be a little dark, maybe like mm-hmm. the... Like the, all the afterlife with Archie type stuff. Yeah, the, the Archie, Archie and horror kind of Archie side. Predator. The yeah, even yeah. the Vampironica stuff gets a little. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily inappropriate for teens. It just is a very specific type of book. So like, only really lean towards those if you know your teen is like big into horror movies and stuff. But if they're big into horror movies, that's right up their alley. Fair. <clears throat> so. That's that is always a good avenue to go with teens, in my opinion. Um, on the other side of things, from my first suggestion, I wanted to bring up the DC Inc. imprint. Um, so DC Inc. is a series of one-shot graphic novels that are targeted at young adult readers. Oh. It's one of the new imprints that DC's put out, along with uh, Black Label, Star Comics, which are aimed at kids. And Wonder Comics, which is the Brian Michael Bendis curated, like, where he's trying to focus on, like, less than often used characters. Um, Which, that would also be a good thing, but I kind of wanted to leave that to you to talk about, because you've (laughs) read most of those. Uh, But DC Inc. is, like I said, a series of graphic novels, so they're all just easily consumable. Um, (laughs) I don't know why the sound Uh, And they're all brand new. They all started this year. So, so far this year, we've got five that you can choose from. So, there's one about Mira. It's called Tidebreaker. There's one about Catwoman called Under the Moon. One about uh, Raven, just called Teen Titans Raven. Uh, Harley Quinn, Breaking Glass. And Batman Nightwalker. So, there's a lot of options. Uh, They're mainly, so far, they're mainly targeted at, you know, female characters. Doesn't right. necessarily mean that they're targeted at females, but you know, some is what it is. Teenage boys might be like, "Ooh, Kubo Catwoman," but <laughs> you know, it could be a good chance to curate getting over that. That's a good. Um, that's a good point. But there is a Batman one too for the less open-minded young men. But um, <laughs> they're all pretty good, from what I've heard. Um, I've heard really, really good things critically about the Teen Titans Raven one and the Harley Quinn Breaking Glass one. Uh, Kami Garcia and Mariko Tamaki writing those in that order. Uh, Kami writing Raven and Mariko writing Harley Quinn. So uh, those would be worth picking up. I don't recall the price on those, to be honest. But uh, they, you know, they're a little small. Like, they're smaller than a normal comic, like, literally in size. Um, Like, in height and width. Yeah. Um, They're But then they're (laughs) thick because they're actually, like, a graphic novel and they have you know, pretty adorable art across the board. So I think that would be a pretty cool, you know, quick gift for somebody. So Chris actually mentioned Wonder or Wonder Comics, and I definitely wanted to do a quick shout out because in my opinion, one of the best comic runs happening right now is the Wonder Twins. Um, It is part of Wonder Comics. Um, This book is amazing. 
it it would honestly be appropriate realistically for any of the genres that we're doing recordings for but it most closely relates to teens and being in high school but it's so much more than just like a weird quirky book um it's just it's so good um the way it's written is both tongue-in-cheek very aware of itself Mm -hmm. but also very much a commentary on just society and life from a teen sort of perspective because they are aliens they come here they don't have any real context of america or human you know human society and so they come here fresh and they're thrust into the chaos that is high school and it's always done lighthearted. it's always done you know very self-aware and coy and winking pretty hard at you but the things they pick up or and comment on and deal with are the things that all teens are commenting on and dealing with but don't get listened to because they're teens Mm -hmm. and it's just a really good perspective on culture and our current society and everything it's done so well I just wanted to give a shout out to Wonder Twins because if you want to maybe help broaden the minds and perspectives of your teens and maybe put them into a place where they're reading something that's funny but also, you know, culturally relevant and and broadening, this is a good book for that. It'll make them think a little harder about normal everyday stuff. Nice. That's cool. It's also like, they're also kind of weird. Oh, they're super weird. (laughs) It's really more about the female twin knowing stuff and the male twin being not good at stuff. So then the next thing I want to do really quick, um, I want to kind of roll it back a little bit. (laughs) Rolling it back. Rolling it back because there's lots of stuff that's come out this year that's been great. But sometimes I feel like certain books uh, just sort of fade Mm. away. And it's sad. And I don't Agreed. like that. Especially yeah. when they're really good books. Okay. And one that just flew under the radar that nobody talked about, that nobody paid attention to, that nobody expected was Another Castle Grimoire. Okay. This was a five-issue mini. It was amazing. And nobody saw it coming. Nobody cared about it because it didn't look like what it was and people didn't know what it was. And mm-hmm. so it just went away. It looked like a kid book. Yep. 100%. It had big, bright, cartoony art. Huge. Uh, colors everywhere. Pink. Yeah. As far as the eye could see. Yeah. It, it talked about being a fairy tale. It was basically about, you know, a princess who was going to save herself. You know, big, big hand twisties. Strong, independent toadstool. <laughs> I don't need no Mario. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and it felt kind of Princess Peachy. And, mm-hmm. You know, the whole look and feel of it, I picked it up thinking, well... I read all this other cutesy crap. I might as well get the first issue of this. It was phenomenal. It was so much higher level. It was so much deeper, more thought-provoking, more intelligent than anyone would have given it credit. It was so good. It is inherently more of a feminine-leaning book. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that it wouldn't be appropriate for anybody. And it, it, it's just, it's another one of those books that leads with humor and leads with youthful spirit 
but does a great job of doing social commentary and social awareness and making you just feel real woke. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so woke right now. Like, the characters are well fleshed out, better fleshed out in a five issue mini than some of these 12 issue runs I've been reading. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there, Marvel. Mm. Whoa! That's uh, the T. Shots fired. Bang, from, bang. From T. Bang, bang. Oh, that's oh, that's a segment we should do. T with T. <laughs> I will spill that tea. <laughs> As I die. Got the black lung. I think wow. I do need some tea, clearly. <clears throat> yeah, fair. But yeah, that's nice. that's another Castle Grimoire. I that one admittedly is going to be a hard find. Yeah. That is not fun. one that you're going to go to your local shop and be like, that hey, might, I want to pick up yeah. that another castle. And they're going to be like, the what? Oh, let me let me go to my box of another castle. That yeah, I that's have. not going to happen. Uh, they might be able to order it for you. Maybe. I Maybe. It's going to be tough. The, the thing about these lists that we're giving you right now is, honestly, we want you to support your local comic book shop. But typically takes like two weeks to get stuff in, stuff in from Diamond. Um, so right now you're safe, right? Yeah, I think so. No, no, because if they order it now, it won't come They'll in get it next on week. Christmas. Get it, it'll come in <laughs> on Christmas. Okay. So depending nice. on when you see the person you're gifting, you yeah. might be safe now. Um, but mm-hmm. if you're trying to get stuff before Christmas, then go to your local comic book shop. If they have it, great. If they don't, just hit online. Um, hit up eBay, honestly uh avoid amazon amazon like yeah they might have good deals on some stuff but a a lot of comic book stuff you're just gonna get screwed over (laughs) yeah and just go to go to ebay because then at least you you might not be buying from your local comic book shop but you might be buying from a local comic book shop and let's be real too you know if you show up and they actually have another castle they will be grateful you bought it you got it out of their box because like i said nobody knows it's there it did it was a pretty under the radar title it's a sleeper title and it was great and i am a i am a fighter for it i will go to battle for another castle (laughs) i want another one (laughs) i want another one you guys (laughs) maybe if they see a resurgence they'll make another one maybe yeah everyone tweet at the creators yeah Tweet blast the creators. Yeah, more another castle. More another castle. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, the next one I have is actually a great segue into stuff that's not comics. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, I believe it was this year. It might have been last year, but they started a new volume of it this year. Uh, Rick and Morty versus D&D. Ah, uh, yes. Um, series is absolutely great, and face it, Teens and adults alike love their Rick and Morty. The nice thing about this book is that it isn't inherently just focused on the humor you find from kind of the standard Rick and Morty back and forth type of jokes. Um, It's just dripping with like referential D&D stuff. And the entire thing is about, you know, finding the joy of playing games that are tabletop games versus a lot of other things and also not being an elitist douche when you play those (laughs) Um, which is a severe problem the cool thing about this is that it could be a good way to get you know maybe 
a kid who has had some interest in D&D kind of fully there. Um, and if they like the book, well, guess what just came out? An actual D&D box set for Rick and Morty. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> so you can get that as a mix. You can get both the book and the D&D, Rick and Morty D&D. Or if you know somebody who plays D&D and also is a Rick and Morty fan, you can just get them the box set. You have some options. So now we can move into things that aren't necessarily comics. Yes. So the Rick and Morty versus D&D box set is a great idea. Like I said, teenagers, they love them some Adult Swim, some Rick and Morty. Uh, I think it would be a great choice. Uh, and, you know, it could be either just something that is a, you know, D&D fan who's also a Rick and Morty fan, like I said, or, you know, the box set itself could be that gateway for a Rick and Morty fan into D&D if there's a, you know, teen in your life that you're trying to get into your hobby. Like, hey, I've been telling... Hey, little nephew, I've been telling you, I guess not little, you're 16. Don't look at me like that. I'm not used to it. <laughs> Listen, young man. Um, oh <laughs> Your age is showing. I know, right? Um, <laughs> hey there, pimple-faced nephew. Um, I've been trying to get you to play this D&D thing with me for a while, and I know you think it's totally not groovy, but hey, I'm hip. I'm with it. Here's a Rick and Morty D&D game in that swag. And then they'll probably roll their eyes. But, hey, they might play it with you. And that would be cool. Did you try to use swag unironically? I tried to be... I had to force myself to be not cool just now. <laughs> it was pretty easy for you. I know. It just it just flowed. It was it's called acting. Natural. It was very natural. I say groovy all the time, and it confuses people. Because I'm way too young to say groovy, but I'm also, groovy's way too, like, old for young people. So, like, <laughs> like, I'm somewhere in the middle where I just embarrass, I make both old people and young people cringe. And I think that's success in we're, its own way. We're all uncomfortable around you, it's fine. Yay, cool. <laughs> Speaking of gaming... Teenagers struggle with something on a regular basis. Puberty. Yeah, that. Money. Oh, yeah. You know how you help a teenager understand the value of the dollar so that they're not constantly trying to get 20 bucks from you to go to Hot Topic and buy the new thing? Make them get a damn job. Make them play Monopoly <laughs> and get their butts whooped by their parents. That's fair, yeah. That's how this is supposed to be. So... There is Avengers Monopoly. Actually, oh, there's fun. like a thousand types of Monopoly. Yeah, I mean, you could... And realistically, any nerdy thing that you're into, there's a Monopoly for They just it. came out with 40K Monopoly, I think. There's 40K Monopoly. There's Avengers Monopoly. There's Star Trek Monopoly. Oh, they've got Godzilla Monopoly coming up soon, there's and I'm so going to have to get There's so many Monopolies. That. And if you really want to torture your teenager, don't let them go out on Friday night. Make them stay <laughs> in and get their butts whipped at Monopoly Honey. because mom and dad actually know how to do the banker job the right way. Honey, it's game night. You can't go out with your friends. You gotta no, stay mom. in. Everyone's no, mom. Everyone's gonna go see a movie. Come on. We're gonna play some Monopoly. You love Monopoly. Torture them. It's great. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, do you know what teenagers also struggle with? What's that? 
I mean, there's a lot of things. There's but, a lot. Like, uh, I mean, this, pick something. This particular direction I was going was expressing themselves. Oh, I was going to go with self-identity. So yeah, we're close. Um, I know when I was a, a kid, when I was a teenager, I really loved, like, putting shit in my room. You know what I mean? Like, putting up posters. You like, gotta, I got to college. Decorate. When I got to college, like, the first thing I did was, like, cover a wall and, like, clippings from art magazines and stuff. God, do you remember how much and, time we used to have? Oh, it was so good. Um, <laughs> don't grow old, kids. It's so uh, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reminded of, um, it reminds me of that scene from, uh, Billy Madison, where he, like, comes back to the elementary school after, like, going to high school, and it was terrible. And then, like, this one kid's like, I can't wait till I get to high school. And he, like, grabs him and was like, stay here. <laughs> Starts, like, shaking his face. Stay as long as you can. It's true. It is. Adulting um, sucks. Anyway, hey, teenagers, I know your life is terrible, but don't you want to express yourself? <laughs> Now, here's the thing. When you're getting into the realm of, like, comic book collectibles that you might be able to hang on the wall and stuff, you can get pretty pricey. You're talking about, like, art prints from cons. Those usually run, like, 20-some-odd dollars or more, depending on whose art you're getting. True. Um, You know, you're talking about statues can get up into, like, the $500 range if you're going for, like, a sideshow premium statue. Um, We don't know from experience. But... Luckily, there's affordable options. And this is something really cool that I have actually bought two of them. I haven't gotten the third one. It just didn't just came out, but it came out re- more recently. I just haven't gotten it yet. Um, DC has been doing these things called poster portfolios. They have more coming up in the next year. But so far, they've got three out by Art Germ, Frank Cho, and Jim Lee, which are three hugely talented artists. The cool thing about these is that there are 24 posters that I believe are 8 by 13, right? Yeah. 8 by 13. So I think so. Pretty decent size. That's about the size of an art print you would get at a con. Yeah. Um, 24 of those bad boys on really durable cardstock. It's really nice paper. For 25 bucks. Yeah, it's, it's That's a like, really good deal. It's like a buck a print. The cool thing is, if you have a teenager that is the type of teenager that likes to go to cons with the family and stuff like that, they can buy one of these, take their favorites out of it, take it to the con, and have Art Germ or Frank Cho or Jim Lee sign that bad boy there. Yep. Instead of buying like a $15, $18, $20 print with their signature on it, mm-hmm. just pay for the signature. Yep. And then you get to choose. You have a little bit more options, perchance. Um, or just... Take them out, frame them, put them up, or, you know, do a cool, like, collage thing on the wall. It's There's a lot of options, and they're very, very cool. They are super um, cool prints. There is, admittedly, Dynamite followed suit and did a Vampirella one. That might not be as appropriate for teens. That's true. But teens might like it. So if you're, like, cool aunt or cool uncle, <laughs> then maybe... You Maybe know I mean? don't tell mom or dad that yeah, you're like, getting it. Yeah, like, slip that one to them, like, <laughs> outside after playing horseshoes or something whatever families do i don't know um we're in the south we play cornhole my family eats (laughs) and then rags on each other the whole time yeah in a fun playful way not a dysfunctional way way. in a in a fun we just crack jokes at each other's expense the whole time um it's great 
But yeah, I think these things are super stellar. I think they're a great gift for teenagers because teenagers love having posters. They love, like I said, being able to express themselves. Each one has multiple different characters. The Frank Cho one, admittedly, is a little bit uh, Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn heavy because that's really all he's really done for DC. Right. There's a few Batman covers in there, but... Um, you know, if you have someone who is a Harley Quinn or Wonder Woman fan, new Wonder Woman movies coming out, um, then that would be a great gift for them. The Jim Lee and Art Germ one have a lot of different characters in them. So that's awesome. Uh, and they're just, it's just good art. They picked some of the best that these guys have done. Um, and it's just really, really cool. So I think that would be a good option. Um, while we're on the topic of decorations, like I said, statues can also be a little bit hefty. Yeah. in price yeah. um i want to f- i want to say that last year i mentioned the kodobukaya statues i think we did um if i haven't those are a good choice however they can be a little bit booby and bootylicious they are risque. and they are a little bit on the risque side so what i wanted to talk about they do however only run like 45 to 70 bucks i think yeah they're not too um bad. so they're not too bad what i did want to talk about though is the I think I also talked about these last year, but I don't give a shit because they're perfect for this. Um, <laughs> the Batman black and white, and then there's also Harley Quinn red, white, and black statues. Yes, these are DC Direct statues. DC does a great job with their collectibles. Marvel is like left in the dust with their direct collectibles. Like DC is just so much better, way better at handling their collectibles. And these are something that they do. Um, I think like every two months they have a new one coming out. They're Batman and Harley Quinn focused, obviously. Um, but if you have a Batman or Harley Quinn fan in your in your life, this would be a perfect gift. They typically run about like I want to say like seventy to ninety dollars. Most of them average about eighty bucks. Um, recently, there's been a Batman who laughs one. There's been uh, and the, the premise of these is that each one is typically based off of either a piece of artwork or like a popular piece of artwork or a popular cover um, from a popular artist. And so each one is done by a different artist. So you see all these different like designs and costume and stance and, you know, anatomy. Um, They had a Harley Quinn by John Timms recently. Uh, They had a Batman from Kenneth Rockefort recently. Uh, so there's tons and tons and stuff. They had a White Knight Joker uh, by cool. Sean Murphy recently. White Knight is huge. They had a Frank Cho Harley Quinn come out recently where she's like running. She's pulling an Adam West and like running with a bomb over her head. <laughs> um, so these are really, really cool. And like I said, they're like 80 bucks, which is not an unreasonable gift for, you know, someone that you care about. If you have, you want to get them something kind of big that's special. They're not too large. I think they're about the size of like a standard water bottle um maybe a little bit bigger than like a can of soda uh and they do have collectability to them sometimes they go out of print and they become desirable and they go up in price like i think the first print of the batman who laughs one went up in price so that might be a cool way of letting them start a collection and that's another thing is that there's so many of them it could be an entrance into like a collection of these batman black and whites and these harley quinn you know for somebody that might be interested in that uh but yeah, if you have a Batman or Harley Quinn fan, I think that's a really cool gift idea, uh, especially if they're the type of person that likes kind of nerding up their room or maybe they're going to college and they want some stuff to kind of put around their dorm room. Very um, cool. That would be a really, really cool gift. Maybe you want to give 
a teen in your life something that they can put up in their room, but you also want to make them work for it. That's when you go the Lego route. Ooh, Legos. Yay. Now. Are you going to give me Legos for real? We ain't got the money for Legos. Puh. Let's talk about Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing. People think Legos and they think they're little kids making stuff and stepping on them and how horrible it is and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But Legos have come a long way. And if you haven't paid attention to the Legos that exist now, there are full sets that are completely designated for teen and up. They are perfect teen projects. Nice. And they have some cool-ish right now. Nice. Like, it is beyond, oh, look, we built the Millennium Falcon. Like, now you can build a full Y-Wing Starfighter. It is dope. Oh, Oh, they're so so cool. And there's so many of them now. And they're, like, really complex and complicated. And then when you finish it, you spray that sucker with some adhesive. And you keep it. And it's there. And it's, like, it's art. It becomes art. I will admit the spraying a Lego thing with adhesive always, like, really freaked me out. That gives me, like, severe anxiety. (laughs) It really does. It's like... Because what if you accidentally overspray somewhere and it gets tacky I just, looking? I, well, no. I, it's not that. It's just I look at it and I'm like, they're not supposed to remain together. <laughs> what, what if they want their own life? You're so, so precious. Yeah. No, they stay together forever in the perfect creation. <laughs> All right, Will Ferrell from the Lego movie. Just saying, you super glue it and you make it done. <laughs> But that's awesome. I, I just thought I had to mention the Lego stuff. And then I also. Man, wanted... if I were a teenager, I'd love a Lego Y Wing. I'm not buying you a Y Wing. It's a good thing you're not a teenager. Deal with it. Fine. I, I don't know what to tell you. I told you you're not getting Legos. Or maybe you are. <gasps> you're not. Oh. Last thing I really wanted to mention. Because here's the thing. We've talked this big talk about teens actively decorating their room and building Legos and reading comics. Most teens just want to sit on their ass. It's true. Yep. So if you have one of those teens that's like, Stop, Mom! I'm watching my show! (laughs) There's been a movie this year. Batman Hush. It's an animated film, but it's PG-13 and it has gotten awesome reviews um the batman animated stuff often is more on the edgier more intense side chris mentioned in the last episode the um batman tmnt which was a little more on the kid friendly area a little bit um but this one has darker themes and is a little more adult and a little Mm. more like intrigue and things like that hush is a good series too um it's a classic batman story introduces a really intense batman nemesis um and it could be a good segue into actually getting the comics yeah you could let the teen in your life know that that movie actually has a comic adaptation we actually i've seen plenty of people that have been like hey you know is this in the comics and i've been like yes here you go you know like here there's a trade paperback for you right there you know and suddenly suddenly you got your nephew into reading comics like his uncle yep or aunt he or still whoever. hasn't played rick and morty D D with you you're so lame uncle i just 
I'm I don't want to. Just let me be a part of your life. <laughs> no. God, you're so weird. Oh, oh you. You're so handsome. <laughs> Who's my special boy? <laughs> Speaking of sitting on... <coughs> oh, that was weird. My... My throat just gave out. <laughs> Speaking of sitting on their asses, we'd be remiss if we didn't quickly give a couple shout-outs to some video games. That would be good gifts. Yes. Teens love video games. This is uh, true. This is from last year, but it's like the end of last year, and it's an absolute classic. It, it absolutely slaps. It's a banger through and through. Uh, it is the... Uh, Marvel Spider-Man game for yes. Sony PlayStation 4. So good. Uh, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Alas, Sony owns Spider-Man. What you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> so it'll have to be a PlayStation owner. But it, if you know somebody who has not played it and has a PS4 and they have any interest in superhero stuff, or even not because it's just a solid game, uh, that one is 100% worth it. And then more recently... Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order came yes, out. Yes, that's true. Uh, that's available on multiple systems and PC. Is it available on PC? It's available on multiple systems. Um, and that 100% would be worth playing. I haven't played it yet, but I've seen a lot of gameplay of it. I've talked to people who've played it. It's tough, apparently, but fair. Hmm. So I also wanted to mention a video game. A Nintendo exclusive, Ultimate Alliance 3. Nice. Um, also getting great talk and love and appreciation yeah. but again it's a nintendo exclusive so they have to be they gotta have a switch. switch players yep so we've got a video game for just about anybody in your life no matter what their system yep. may be they got a switch switch bish <laughs> oh, i felt you going there and my like stomach dropped like he's not but he did stop stop squishing Stop flossing. Flossing. Stop flossing. <laughs> you gotta... Okay. <laughs> anyway, that is our super hip, super with it, totally on the down low with the swaglicious y'all uh, teenage holiday buying guide. Oh, God, we're so uncool. Oh, God, we're horrible. Oh, no. No, any teenagers that made it through this entire list, thank you. Uh, good looking out, fam. And... Um, we're Any... so shway. We're so shway. That's hip, right? That's... Oh, I'm shway. You're shway. We're both shway. We're both so shway. Um, <laughs> so, hey, if you stand the holidays. <laughs> I don't oh, know. it's getting worse. <laughs> Isn't it? I'm trying oh, to make... it's getting worse. I'm We're actively... so uncool. I'm actively trying to make this as painful cringy as possible anyway for the visco um, girl in your life yeah. <laughs> oh. oh that's great oh it's so bad anywho I'm, I'm thank sorry. you for listening uh hopefully we gave you some good ideas it's gonna be a little bit down to the wire admittedly but next week we are going to be doing our holiday gifts for adults yes um obviously that only gives you a week of buying time but hopefully our suggestions are more supplementary. Plus, they should, you know, be pretty approachable, pretty easy to hunt down, hunt down for the yeah. most part. Um, you can always check out our episodes from last year. Um, when we did the holiday giving guide, um, specifically broken down into 
Marvel, DC, and indie. So that helps things out a little bit too. Yep. We've still got other selections out there if you need them right this second. Maybe you're going out of town and you need to get it before you leave. So grease up them shopping shoes and stretch out them shopping shoulders because we'll have another buying guide for you next week. That's right. And if you want more Cover B, you can find us on our website, CoverBPodcast.com, where you can listen to our other episodes where we talk about our comics and all the other crap that we talk about. Yeah. This past episode had a lot to do with Conan's boobs. so It did that. have a lot of Conan's boobs yeah, references. There's a lot there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or you can buy some cool merch or see our honorable mentions of the other books that we read but didn't get a chance to talk about on the podcast itself. Correct. Or you can find us on social media where we constantly talk about news and things that are happening and new trailers, but I'm lying. It's all Baby Yoda memes. Everything I've posted for the past three weeks has been a Baby Yoda meme. Yeah, it's still, we're still in a Baby Yoda monsoon right now. I can't get out of it. It's too cute. Hurricane Baby Yoda He's so is cute. pulling on through the keys. <laughs> Uh, at Cover B Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Yep. And until next time, fam, we will catch you back here for another episode of Cover B. That's what's up.